Shabbos daf samavavus done. Last line of samachayim and beis by the Mishnah. Kitei yoytz bekav shloi divramea. We turn to samavavus now. Rabbeisi oiso. There's machleik between Rabbeisi and Rabbeisi. Benigaya, a amputee that had his foot that was amputated, and he's wearing a stump or some sort of a thing that would look like a shoe, and it was just on the bottom to make himself look nicer on one foot. If he's allowed to go out with that on Shabbos, Rameir holds you're allowed to go out with that on Shabbos because that's considered his shoe, even though it was made out of wood, and that would be mutter to go out with on Shabbos. However, Rabbi said it's also to go out with on Shabbos because a shoe has to be made out of leather in order to be considered a beged, and it's also not a tachshit. It's not something that he's going to be leaning on completely, like we'll, we'll see in the Gemara. He's actually using um, some sort of a crutch to help him walk, and this was only doing for, to beautify him, but since that's not normal to, for most people to wear such a thing, therefore that's not considered a tachshit, and it's also. However, it's very important to point out, it's not chayiv midiraisa for wearing this, wearing this outside, because since it's done klachiyah, because it's not normal for people to wear such a thing uh, uh, in place of a foot, therefore that would be haitzah klachiyah, that would be Pato, however, it's also. The Gemara continues to be Mishnah, however, it has a place to place rigged at the top of the um, foot. It would have some sort of a, a hollowed out area where the um, amputee could put rigs in order to make it more comfortable for him. Then it'll be Tommy because then it's not Pshutik Cleates anymore. It would be something which has a purpose that you could put rigs in it, and therefore it would be Makabal Tumas Maga. We'll see in the Gemara if it could be Makabal Tumba because of Midras as well. But for right now, let's learn like Rashi learns that we're talking about Tumas Maga. However, Rashi also points out in a point to point that even though his stump could go in there and it's L'chaira having a purpose, that's not considered metatal agav a kli. It's almost like the kli is being metatal agav the foot and therefore that is not enough to be considered less than a pshuta kliates. It's still pshuta kliates and therefore it would be tar if it didn't have a place to be makabal these katit and these rigs. Smoich if you have these supports, which was a double amputee, that they have, they have two um, feet and therefore now his leg would be used to schlep him on the ground. They didn't have any, at that point, they weren't able to use crutches in, in this case because they didn't have anything to lean on. So therefore, he would have to drag himself on his knees and on his shins, basically. And they made a leather type of material that went on to protect his knee and his front of his leg, his shins, in order to protect him. So in those cases, then Tameyam Medris, because that's something where you're putting the entire weight of your body on, and that's how you dragging yourself, and therefore this kli is metamim medrash. You're allowed to go out with them in Shabbos because even though it's not a shoe, because the shoe, the definition of a shoe has to be that it's on the bottom of a foot or at least on the bottom of a stump, it has to be made of leather. Even though it is made of leather, but it's not on the bottom of his foot. However, you're allowed to go out, out, out with it on Shabbos because this is, like Rashi says, this is his takshit because he's actually using it for the purpose of of schlepping himself. So even though most people don't use something like this, but that's not the definition of this point because it's not based on jewelry, it's based on a usage and therefore that would be much to go out with the Shabbos. But if it doesn't matter, you'll let it go out with the Azar because in the Azar, the only way you're not allowed to go into the Azar is something that's a shoe. However, since this is not worn on the bottom of foot, like we said, it's much to go into the Azar. However, if it's a chair and it's the thing that held him up has supported him, that's many measures. That's again going to be Tommy measures. That is some sort of a chair, like a primitive wheelchair that was used, which was a chair and, and a base. And the way they schlepped themselves, they were able to, when they didn't have even 
two legs, that, aside from the two feet that was amputated, that two legs were also amputated because they atrophied. So then at that point, they would use this type of a wheelchair, which we'll send a picture of. In that case, then it's metamimitomous measures because, again, you're leaning on it with all your weight. You're not allowed to go out with it on Shabbos, like Rashi explains, that... On the bottom of the smuchais itself are something that it could fall off, it's not attached to him perfectly, and therefore he may come to carry it on Shabbos. Again, this is something which is at the bottom of the stump, these smuchais, which were made out of leather, and therefore you can't go out with the azar because this is considered his shoe since it's on the bottom of the sword. Look to men to hire in men. There's a new din that we're going to actually have three different pshatim and we show you different pshatim. But let's go with Rashi in the Mishnah. Rashi in the Mishnah says that's talking about some sort of a mask. Seems like it was made out of leather, but still to hire him. Melkabel tumah. The aim is likely tashbish, likely tachshit. It's not likely tashbish. It's not tachshit, and therefore it would be um, also to go out with it on Shabbos because maybe you'll take it off uh, in the street. And in addition, even without that, you're not allowed to go out with it because it's not a klitash, it's not tachshit, and that's why it's tar. The Gemara continues, What was the way that we learned our Mishnah means? Rashi says that we have a Shailah. Our Mishnah, we know the way we reason our Gersa is Hakita Yaitza, Rabbi Yaisa. But there was another Gersa out there that said, Ain Hakita Yaitza, the Tanakamra, Meya held, you can't go out like that. Rabbi Yaisa was the one who was Mata. So, Hechitan, that's his first question. Rabbi Nachman responded, I don't know. Hilchasamaisa, he asked him, What's the halacha? Rabbi again, he responded, Loyadana, I don't know what the halacha is. I guess that Rabbi Yaisa is generally, we say, Nimuka Imai, we were Paschal Rabbi Yaisa, and therefore, since he didn't know who Rabbi Yaisa's sheet is and which sheet is Rabbi Yaisa, he couldn't pass like that. Gemara says, "Itba." We learned. Amas Shmuel, Ein Hakita, Vechenu Ravuna, Ein Hakita. Shmuel and Ravuna both say differently than our Mishnah's Gersa, and they say Rameya holds Ein Hakita Yitz B'Kav Shloi. Rabbi says that's Muto. So Rabbi Yisif held Amas Shmuel Ein Hakita. Rabbi Yisif Ein Hakita. Since they both say that the Gersa is Ein Hakita, Adam and Nami Nisti Ein Hakita. We should also learn Ein Hakita. So Masla Rav Barshira Lishmilu Had Masla Rav Chana Barava Lechir Barav Kamedu Rav Bekitunu Barav. Did he not hear? of the way that they learned this Mishnah by Rav Barava to Chir Barav in front of Rav in the small base of Medrash by the Yeshiva of Rav. They had a small room which was a small base of Medrash next to the main base of Medrash that in Hakita Yetz B'Kav Shalai Mata. So again, he's going like the Gersa of Shmuel and Ravuna. But then, Rav, Rav didn't speak to them but he showed them, it's, some say that he was in the middle of Kriyashma, but he showed them Epoch, let's switch around the Shita, which is like our Gemara, that Hakita Yaitz B'Kavshalai Divra Meir and Rabbi Yaisi Asad. So Rabbi Nachman Yitzchak, V'simnach, Samach, Samach. According to this Gersa, the similar would be that Rabbi Yaisi, who has a Samach his name, is Oisa, which also has a Samach in the word Oisa. Va'af Shmuel Hadabein. Even Shmuel was Hada, and he agrees to Rab that the Gersa is like we had on Gersa, that Rabbi was the Mata and Rabbi Yaisi was Asad. The time we learned in the Mishnah, Chaltzu B'Sam Tashen Yishaloi. Chalitza. The woman has to take off the right shoe of her brother-in-law, and then she spits in front of him. So it says if she takes off a shoe that's not his, or they're using the sandal shlates, a sandal made of wood and not made of leather, I shall small be him in. Or if he placed his left shoe on his right foot, which is the proper foot to take off, but using the wrong foot, chalitza kshirid and chalitza is still gasha. Ramina Mantana, who is this man? And what is which Rameh? That's not Akita Yaitzbikavshaloi, that even though it's made out of wood, that that is still considered his shoe, the Rameh, and that's why you're allowed to go out with it on shop. 
Shabbos. Rabbi Yisrael Yosef, Rabbi Yisrael Yosef said also, so you see, he learns our Mishnah like Rav. Even Rav Huna was Hada, the Tanya sandal shel Siyadin, it is a sandal that was used by these lime pits where it was very um, acidic and therefore it would eat through leather shoes. They would use wooden shoes in that lime pit while they're doing their work. Taisi says it wasn't of eights, but it was of cash. But either way, the din is that tummy matter, since you're standing on it, it's tummy matter will switch in the moment. And a woman could be chaylitz with such a shoe, even though it's made of wood. You're allowed to go out with it on Shabbos. And they weren't moidim. We have another bracha that says that they were moidim to Rabbi Kiva that you're allowed to do these things. That who is the Bryce that says that the Umayda, that's the Shit Rameya, which Rameya holds as a shoe, and like Amisha said, and who says that he wasn't Haidu, that's Rabbi that Rabbi says that it's also. So you see again that Rabhuna was. Uh, changed his shita and he went again and said like Rav. So both Shmuel and Rav Huna come around and say like our Mishnah and therefore our Mishnah now seems to be that not really relevant to our sugya, but the one that's not made to Rabbi Kiva in the Bryce that we learned before is actually Rabbi Yechim Nuri. This time we learned another Mishnah and we're going to change the Gesser to the Gesser the Gra. If you have a mat of kash that you would rest on or a tube of kash then the din is Rabbi Kiva Metab Rabbi Kiva says and again, since we're talking about cash, Rashi points out actually two pshatim. Rashi says betire the lav orch last bekash since it's not normal to make such mats out of cash only from kanim. But now, now we lav orche meets ella meor. That the sandal of Siodan is made of kash. That we know that the only thing that is tummy for the Pasek, is only something that's made of eights. It doesn't talk about kash. And therefore, since kash is not eights, it wouldn't be metame. However, Rabbi Kiva holds, since it's hard like a piece of wood, therefore it would have the status of wood and it would be metame. The Gemara continues, we just said, that the sandals that were worn over the shoes for the plaster sellers, these were worn over their shoes and over the leather to protect them from being burnt by the plaster. The Gemara says, Tommy Medrash, how can you say that it's Tommy Medrash? It's not made for normal walking. The only time something becomes Tommy Medrash is only when it's used for all your weight. In addition, it has to be used as a normal shoe. However, this is not used as a normal shoe, more of a shoe covering that's used only once in a while when you're in this area where they made plaster or some sort of lime and it was very hot over there. So then, would Lachar not be a problem of Tommy Medrash? I'm about about Ravula. That no, it's does happen that these plaster cells wore them from the line pits all the way to the house, and therefore it would be considered Tumas measures. The Gemara continues, that if the amputee's wooden foot had a place to place rigs inside it, then it will be considered Tumas, it's not considered Shutikli eights anymore, and it will be Tumas. So Abayah's Machlaik is over here, Tumas, Tumas, Mace, for ain't Tumas measures. Abayah holds that it has Tumas Mace, it's considered Kli, and therefore could be Makabal Tumas Mace, and of course Tumas Sheretz. He's just pointing out that it could become an Avatuma through. Mace, the ain't Tommy Medrash. It can't become a Tumas of the Avatoma through the Tumas of a Medrash of a Zava Zava that put pressure on it, that wouldn't be the term that we're talking of over here because it's only talking as a base kibble. However, the amputee doesn't place all his all his pressure and his full body weight on it, and therefore there's no to the Tumas Medrash. Rubber says, however, after Tommy Medrash, 
Rabbi says, even though I agree that generally it's only made for a tachshit just to beautify him and he's not using it to put his pressure on because he would have crutches to use, but since that time he does put all the pressure on it, therefore there is a dinner to his medrash. And I'm Rabbi Menachemila from Wino. I noticed at the time we learned the Mishnah, I go to there's a wagon, a toy wagon for a child, and generally they used it to carry things in it, but sometimes the child actually put that, all their weight on it and sat in it, then there's a dinner to made medrash, then even that. Agola has it in the medrash if the cotton sits in it and the cotton is a zavo zavo. Fabaya, Mabaya explains, Hassan Samachlai, over there, the child does this on a more often basis. Hachalai Samachlai, here it's not that often that an amputee will lean on this peg. Amabaya, Abaya says, from where do I know at the time we learn a Bryson Makushal's Kadim? If you have a stick of a zakin, some sort of a cane, those pshutikliates, Tara Maklum, there's no tum at all. Because the Zuckin uses this cane similar to a amputee using that peg that they don't lean on it. It's just used to straighten themselves. However, Rabbi says, Hasam Lutruzi Sugyavi, there's a difference between over there and over here. By a cane, they're using it like Rashi says, Sakup's use of Liskov Takaima to straighten himself and to help him a little bit, but he never puts all his weight on it. Here, when they do lean on it, then they do put all their weight on it, and therefore it will be Thomas Medrus. The Gemara continues. The Mishnah said, We're talking about this primitive type of wheelchair. You're not allowed to go out with it in Shabbos. You're not allowed to go out with it on the Azar, in the Azar. And it's Tommy Medrash. So the Gemara says, There was a time I learned from Rabbi You're allowed to go in with these leg supports, some sort of shoe that was put on the bottom of their stubs where they didn't have either one of their legs, you'll have to go out with in the Zohar Amalei. How can you say that? I know that we learned in another Brayso, a woman could use these things as a, a, a shoe for Chalitza, therefore it's considered a shoe. How can you say that you could be Nechnas and you could go into the Zohar? Therefore we have to learn like our Mishnah. They're considered tar and you can't go out with them on Shabbos. Rashi Mishnah said that there was some sort of mass that we used to scare children, almost clown type of mess, and their Torah, Rashid Melkavotum, they ain't like Kli Tashmit, it's not a Tashmish and not for a Tashmit, and it would be Shuti Kli Eitz, Benigayed Adin of Tumor and Tyre. However, our Gemara will have three different Shatim, Mailukam, Amravo, Chamer Dachlo, with some sort of a donkey, something short of a form of a donkey that was used, that the clowns used to use it to put on their shoulders and to put them under them to make it look like they were riding on top of a donkey, and that's something where it would be a Yitzhaben and it would also be tar, it would not have any usage. Rabbi Papa, Ma. Kishuri, with some sort of stilts that were able to walk in a muddy area. So Rashi is because need to turn to Maga. It's true that they are in and therefore there's no Tumas Maga on them. And since they're using them to step on them and putting all their weight on them, why would they be tar? Tyson points out the returns, the key machine, since it's not normal to do them, it's only once in a while to go through it. That's not Thomas Medrash. That's we use something that's always used to walk on. They're actually made by clowns. They're very tall. They're still small, like we know of, where clowns walk on stilts to dance in them. They're not made for walking, and therefore it wouldn't be Thomas Medrash. 
Prami that we're talking about these mias, like Rashi said in the Mishnah, and we'll continue with the Mishnah. But it's Miksharim that these young children could go out with knots that we use for some sort of a food, which we'll see in the Gemara. And princes, young princes could go out with bells on their clothing. The Chaladam, really, all people could go out, not only but the Mishnah and the Gemara is talking about things which are standard, which were would go out with these Zugin, with these bells. However, generally, most people wouldn't go out with them, but of course, anyone would be able to go out with them. We'll continue with the Gemara. Mike Sharm, what are these Sharm? They are a knot made out of a plant. Rashi says they were a type of plant where they would hang them on the neck for a four. Rashi says, I don't know what sickness it was for. has brought down that this type of plant they would make red dye from. Abaya says, My mother told me, of course, Abaya didn't have his mother because his father died while she was pregnant. His mother died in childbirth. However, it means the person who brought him up, which was his his nurse, Tlasa Mukmi, if you wear this type of a um, thing for Rafua, this Kshuri Paya, it will hold back your sickness. Chamisha Masu, if five days you wear it, then it will heal you. Shiva Filuk Shafamal, if you wear it for seven days, then even for Kishif, something that went wrong for a person because he had Kishif, it will help ward off any Kishif. This type of plant only works. If it didn't see any sunlight, visira or moonlight, like Chazmitra didn't see rain, like Shmuel, like Baza never heard any iron, the or the call of a rooster, the call nigre, or the sound of footsteps. So says, if you have to have all these conditions for it to work, nafa puta vibira, then the whole rufua had fell into a bar. It's impossible that someone could actually have such a plant and never had any of these things that it heard or saw any sun or moonlight, etc. So it's impossible for this refuah to actually work. Some types of about a person that a person can't see all these things, but either way, the same didn't applies. Then nafa puta vibira. The Gemara says, my Now, if that's the Taishin of Mishnah, it's talking about this type of a refuah, then why is it only by young boys? I feel about nami. My time, why only small boys? I feel about If it would be older person, even an adult nami. What is We're talking about a son, a child who has terrible pain, separation anxiety, or depression that comes when his father goes and travels away. Some say it's not talking when he's traveling away, but some say it's talking when a father passes away or he's sick and getting ready to pass away. You should do these things in order to take away this type of separation anxiety or depression. You take the um, shoelace from the right shoe of the father, and you tie it on the left hand of the child. Some say it's talking about the middle of the child, and you tie it on the left hand. That the simon to know what it is is like just like tefillin that you take your right hand to tie on your left hand your tefillin. So the same thing that it goes on the child's left hand. But if you switch it around and you put it on your right the right hand of the child, that would actually make it worse and it will be a sakana. If you turn over a case which they used to heat up beforehand with hot water, pour out the hot water, it would create a suction on the stomach in order to make some sort of refuah, that would be mutter, even though generally we say refuah is a problem on Shabbos, and it would be a problem with Shrik Samarim. However, since you're not using the materials here, just a glass, therefore there's no zero of Shrik Samarim. This is what they used to call bankis. You're allowed to take oil and salt. They made a potion that they would smear on their hands, the palms of their hands, a pot of feet, which we'll see in a moment. You're allowed to do that on Shabbos. Also, 
when they got drunk, they used to drink a lot in order to try to understand the learning better. They took oil and salt. They smeared it on the palms of the hands, the palms of the feet, in order to minimize at the effect of the wine. They would say this, this thing, that just like this, Oil is coming and going into the um, into your body. Therefore, the wine that this person just drank should also be minimized. If this doesn't work, or if you can't, you don't have this stuff. What should you do to minimize the effect of being drunk? You take a clay top of a barrel, the clay seal. Bishari le and you put it into water, and this way it will start to disintegrate. But just like this um, seal is being um, is being minimized. Therefore, it should minimize the effect of the wine on this person. Again, Avon said the name of Rabbi You let do this thing called Chanika B'Shavis. Something they actually used to choke a person in order to make their bones or their body go back in place. And some say when someone had a spinal injury, they used to do this that in order to shake out their bones in a way, they used to hang the person and that would be some sort of refua. That you'll have to do straightening out of a child on Shabbos, which they used to wrap a child in a tight um, blanket or type, type of gauze, and that would help the child's body straighten out after they were just born. A papa would learn two cases of children, Razud Masi Ben. Razud, however, learned in the name of Oven only one case of Ben, which means He learned that there were two cases of Banim, and both was Oven Bahuna. The first case was the case where the child had Gaguyim on his father. That he learned in the name of Oven Bahuna, in the name of Oven Bahuna. And then the second case was this case of Lufufi Yenuk to wrap the child and swaddle the child before, on Shabbos. That would be Mutter. Razud Masi Ben. Kamaisa Masi Ben Bahuna. The case of the child that had Gaguim on his father, he learned from Uno. The high master of Rabbi but this case he learned from Rabbi 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 Another case, my mother said, anytime you have a count or you have something that you're going to say in continuation, you always say, you say the name of the person, the son of his mother's name. Anytime you tie something, like we had a case of the child that had anxiety, separation anxiety would be on the left hand. Another thing my mother said, they told you how many times to say it. They told you to say it three times or five times or seven times, then you say it that many times. But you're not sure how many times to say that type of words in order to make it work then you should say it 41 times you're let to go out with an evitakum and shabbos women who are pregnant or would not be pregnant but they want to make sure that they wouldn't have a miscarriage they would wear this type of a stone around their neck that was a way to ward off a problem with pregnancy some say it was some sort of a diamond they said even something that was weighed against that as long as it was exactly that weight that would also be worn in such a way and that would also work and not someone that actually is in a mishpacha that had nephalim or that she already had an Eiffel in the past, she already miscarried, not even if she's expecting, and even if she's concerned that maybe she'll get pregnant and then she'll have an Eiffel, she's allowed to wear this in order to 
make herself more calm. It's only talking about that they weigh exactly the same thing by its weight without having to cut down that stone. What about if there was an Evatakuma and then you weighed something connected that to get the exact same weight and then you weighed something connected that Mishko, would that work at all? The Gemara says, take we know for the take My mother told me, if you have a fever that comes every single day, you take a coin that's brand new coin, it's white because it's brand new, and you should go to a salt evaporator where they made salt. You take a measurement of salt, and you should tie this clump of salt next to the opening of your shirt by the nape of your neck, you should tie around with a strand of hair, and that should work. If this doesn't work, or if you can't do this, lace up a person's drug and go to the road where roads meet. When you see a large ant that's carrying something, you should take the ant, and you should throw it in the tube of nechayshis, of metal, and you should close it up, seal it up with lead, and you should seal it with 60 seals. Rashi says it's a lot of 60, but it means with a lot of seals, and different types of seals, and you should shake it well, and you should carry it, my, your package should be on me, which means a small package that the ant is possible to carry, that should be on me, so it should be lighter for me. My package, which my headaches I'm having, should go on you. That, does, that can work. Maybe what happened was, a person already gave over their problem, their headaches, to this ant, and therefore, now it'll come on you if you said that your package should come on me. What you say is my package and your package should stay on the ant. And if this is not available to you, or if it doesn't work, you take a small new earthenware vessel, vessel and go to the river. You say to the river, the river, let me give me a, a, a cleave full of water to heal this sickness that comes to me every single day. And you take the, the clean out that's full of water seven times around your head, and then you take all the water and throw it back to him into the back into the river. And you say back to the river, you have to take the water that you gave me to because the thing that comes to me, this sickness, it came to me today, and now it's gone from me today, and the sickness now should go back into the river and we'll stop over here.